Right, yeah, we're live. We're live, yeah. Um, we're live. We're not live. We'll never be live. Um, right, Alex. Um, after another gap in the uploading schedule, uh, where we had to do some serious soul searching, because um, I feel like the comment about our podcast being really dry. Yes, of of course it was hurtful, um, and it made both of us cry, but it was also the truth. Wouldn't you agree, Alex? Um, well, no, not really, but... Okay, okay fair <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> and we both know full well, Alex, that sometimes the truth hurts. Um, so me, you, and our producer have went away and come up with um, an ingenious idea to reinvigorate the podcast. We thought that we'd perhaps need some fresh blood, um, someone new, someone more diverse. Um, so obviously we got another heterosexual white male on, um, <laughs> white British male. Um, so making his two-man debut today um, is our friend Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, Hello. everyone. Hello. Good. Um <laughs> <laughs> How are you today, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. You know, it's been a, a rough weekend, but we're back. We're ready. So, yeah, we're all good. Good, man. Um, so this is usually the bit where, you know, we'd have some chit-chat, but I feel like we need to get some background on you, Chris, because obviously the viewers know full well about me and Alex. Um, they probably don't know anything about us. Um, so, Chris, just we, as we know, you are a fan of the podcast. Yep. That's correct, yeah. Yep. What? <laughs> Listen to it week in, week out. <laughs> Absolutely. Without <a> fail. <laughs> and, you know, just um, if you were to rate the podcast, because obviously we've had some negative feedback, so if you were to rate the podcast out of 10, what would you give it? Um, a six and a half. A what? A six and a half. Uh, Well, six and a half. There you have it, folks. Fuck you, Kieran. It was Kieran that left that, wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. No, we're only joking, Kieran. Probably not. Six and a half, that's a decent score, Alex. That's decent. Um, Yeah, so, Chris, do you want to tell us how me and Alex know you? Uh, do you want the truth or do you want the, the fake version? Okay, you can get both. What's, right. what's the fake version? <laughs> well, <laughs> now, um, yeah, I guess we just met in uni, to be honest. Um, yeah, I just thought, who are those two geeks on the other side of the classroom? Might as well say hello. <laughs> and <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh that's hurtful um so yeah so basically this i feel like this podcast has become somewhat of like a social experiment now um so just it's basically just to see how, how alex will cope with speaking to another human being um so alex <laughs> you nervous mate or what no i'm not nervous i want to be nervous yeah Sweat dripping on your voice. It's nice to just hear someone else's voice. <laughs> as opposed to you. As opposed to listening to you just... Because to be honest, you do get a bit fucking boring. Like, you say the same things every week. And, um, yeah, it's just nice to have a bit... And like you said, it probably needed someone a bit different. And, you know, the 
maybe a different um, viewpoint on things. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe push it push it above the six point five rate and then we just go, which is that's all right. But we always want to get better. Exactly. Yeah. Room for improvement. Room for improvement. Yeah. Always, always. Um, so we'll just kick this off. Um, Alex, anything exciting happen to you this week? I am written out down. Uh, I don't think so. So, <laughs> so no, but that, you don't have to write anything down for that. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't question. think of anything. Did anything yeah, well, you've, no. you've thrown me in. Same old, played weekend league. Leeds lost. Just same shite. That's about it. Mm. Did you finish your weekend league? <laughs> uh, standard, just 14 wins and stop. So, um, yeah. I packed, I packed Pellet last week, though, which was pretty decent. What? <laughs> In one of those, like, icon packs, but it still doesn't improve how I play. I'm still shy. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I've literally got nothing else to say to that, Alex, so... Yeah, so well... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, enough about that shit. Um, Chris... As you may or may not have known, it was International Women's Day yesterday. Um, did you know that? I did know that. Yep. Thanks to a wonderful tweet from Burger King, if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, I've oh, yeah. seen that. Yeah. yeah. It was wildly outdated, but still quite funny. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I think it was good because they baited so loads of people, didn't they? Fuck off. I'm talking. Did they? They baited loads yeah. of people. Yeah, they basically Sorry, said well, a it... women's place. They said a women's place in the kitchen and then followed it up with like two tweets saying like they've opened loads of roles for for like pushing women, you know, like making it more equal or whatever. But loads of people just jumped on like the first tweet and were like, this is an outrage and it got quite a lot of publicity. So it was, I thought it was decent. Yeah, yeah just... never popped I don't even know <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I've just looked at it there now. Um Yeah, so Chris, you're the in the thirty three point three percent of the hosts currently on the day that are engaged romantically with a member of the opposite sex. Um just to confirm that is correct. That is correct, yes. Um now I've heard um through the grapevine that uh you two have some uh curious nicknames for each other. Uh would that be correct? Um, wow, is this what I was not expecting this? So, yeah. hear him squirm. We, we, uh, we may or may not have some nicknames for each other. Well, no, let's make this sense. I have no nicknames for her, right. <laughs> it's just nicknames for myself. Do you want to elaborate on this? I mean, not particularly. <laughs> I, I get this pretty bad every day. And I have been getting it every bad, pretty bad for the last couple of years since any, anyone's found out. So, yeah. Do you want to know how many? Do you want to know? There's, there's more than one. We want to know all of them. Um, I'm trying to think what's the the, the best one here, where the least amount can come back to haunt me. <laughs> um, let's just. Let's have a think. We can go for a nice, easy one. We got, we got squishy. We'll, we'll go for that one. That's that's a nice, comfortable one. 
Yeah. That's that's one of many. That maybe I'll drop a few few throughout the hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm just <laughs> um and and you um like I know because I, I think you said you had like an Instagram where you go off and like rate food. Um is, is this is this true as well? Yeah, that's true. Is this like a joint thing or is it is it just like... uh it was a, it was a joint thing and you know for, for a little while we actually were taking i know so, yeah. but then eventually it was just like yeah i can't be bothered with that anymore <laughs> now nah, we're just we're just asking this just to make sure you're not being like domestically abused um so um <laughs> mentally <laughs> just just mental abuse um before before you go on there um if you're if you're bringing this up, don't act like the, the moment like you got some female attention about that you wouldn't be absolutely loving this kind of thing and you'd be doing the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, well, there was one time a no, I'm not gonna say it. Um... Everyone knows that that's what happens, and you just keep it. So I think it's quite harsh that you brought that up. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, well, trying to upset it's quite guess, harsh, so. but why else? Why else would we bring him on, Alex, to have a nice chit chat with him? Um, mm. But yeah, um, if my little cherub is listening, my brawl, man. you sent me a message first, yeah. I live in Smevic, Birmingham. If you want the fucking brawl, come down, Smevic, ask for Danny G. I'll come out of my house and I'll break your fucking legs, you little prick. Chris, you're you said you're you're doing your as me and Alex know you're doing your like masters and stuff. Um, how how are you getting on with that? Um, it's pretty shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I'm, I'm, you two can probably gather what the sort of stuff we're doing. Um, as you all know from the three years of, of doing the same sort of shit that's just carried on and called it a masters course. But yeah, uh, it, for, for what it is. I guess it's going okay. And I keep having this, you know, argument with James. And I keep saying to him, look, I don't know how educational you can make football at the end of the day. Like, there's there's not much more other than the game of football itself that you can go out and research and, you know, actually get some academic, you know, progress around football. There's really not much, unless you go into sort of the psychology area of it, but they don't really discuss that because how could they? They haven't got the facilities to. Um, but yeah, apart from that, Again, the whole point of the Masters, you're supposed to be out there experiencing what it's like to be at a club, but there's no clubs working and no clubs bringing anyone in because they've got no money to. So it's all a bit like, yeah, what a useful waste of money again. But, you know, at least I'll have a Masters at the end. <laughs> but what, yeah. what about yourself? Yeah, You're doing, you're doing something in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Am, I, am I right? Well, Matt? no. No. At, no, like at the minute. So the plan was next year to go to Edinburgh, but um, my then have changed that to go to Liverpool. But also that's in the air at the minute as well because I don't know what the teaching is going to be like. Um, in terms of they say it's going to be back to normal, and I know we had this in the last podcast where things are going to be back to normal, but I don't, I don't think so next year. If I'm being honest, so. You know, should I just take out another gap year and try and find some shit coaching job somewhere abroad? Like, I, I was sending Alex 
um, I applied for a position there being basically like one of those like holiday. <laughs> Are you laughing, Alex? Or no, I'm not, I wasn't, but you predicted I was going to laugh, which is right. Yeah, you know, so like basically you go out and coach, but you'd also be like a shit holiday rep, um, but as well. So <laughs> not a holiday rep, no, no. You know, there's like when you go to an all inclusive hotel and. They have like kids club. It'd be basically that. <laughs> yeah, you'd know all about kids club, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, you're the one that's applying to do that. You freak. <laughs> yeah, well, nah. To be honest, though, like I've got a few things, Chris. <laughs> a few. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but I've got. There's like, yeah. So I've got other offers just to stay in britain to just do another britain in the united kingdom just to do a shit job for another year you know just to like and probably just coach part-time on the side again as a volunteer um but to do anything like all of us if we're gonna get anywhere need to get a ufab anyway like really even to do like analysis and stuff if you if that's what you're going into most of these kids now are looking you know a master's and the ufab um, yeah, but before you say that, what qualification do you have, Alex? Uh, I'm a level two, mate. I'm a level two. Um, what? Level two. You got proof of that? You don't need to prove. It's, it's funny you say. <laughs> it's uh, my level two is actually fucked up at the moment, and it's all because of last year. Like, so not the end of my three three year it takes three like you have three years to complete it basically or up to three years after after you've done it so i was like fine i'm not going to do it straight away i'll just leave it until the end and then i'll just do the project whatever so i did that and it, it finished in like september last year or something like that i don't know and um could we do new projects i was like yeah just smashed it out did it sent it over said yes yeah, fine and it and he goes ah oh, your, your level two's run out i goes what do you mean so still, it's still up in the air whether I'm even a level two coach at the moment. So <laughs> I have no idea. What well, <laughs> what a surprise! Because I've had the exact same. It's literally the same with me. Like I'd done everything. <laughs> I'd miss one lesson because I went on holiday, and he was like, "Right, you can catch it up." So I went with Matt was in the class. He said, "Right, it's this week." I turned up, did it, and. The bloke goes, oh, it's a shame you um you didn't come last week because you've missed last week's as well. I was like, no, I am. And basically, he was adamant that I had not registered for one lesson, but then I couldn't catch up with Matt's class. I said to him, look, I knew I'd missed this one, so why would I have not come last week? I'd have come last week as well if I'd have missed that because I just want to get it done. And he wasn't having any of it. And from that, I was spy on refusing to do it. And mine will have definitely run out now. Um, <laughs> so I've not got a level two. Oh. Is there any chance of you like getting any money back for your course? Like with it with it not being like as as it was meant to be? Or what? Um, I know people have asked for it and stuff. Oh, for the masters. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. We again I know we did get it on a discounted price for being returning students. Mm. Probably because yep. they were begging for people to come back. But that's a guarantee, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they always say that, like it's more about <laughs> it's more if 
because with all this COVID and stuff, like I know that in Northern Ireland, every student, Northern Irish student that studies either at Queen's or Ulster was given 500 quid. Where they got the money from, you know, who the fuck knows. But, you know, they seem to have been pulling money out from anywhere over this pandemic. So I'm near sure that they could reimburse university students uh, for at least somewhat of their course. You know, at the end of the day, it's not like you're paying nine grand for a master's um, or however however much you were paying. Yours is one of the more expensive masters. Um, yeah. I hope, hope it was well worth it. I mean, it's not like they can even reimburse us, do you know what I mean? Unless you physically, because most of us obviously just pay through through student finance. So, I mean, it's not like we even see any, any of that money yeah. that goes to the university. What are they going to do? Just take a grand off our debt? Oh, wow, I'm now in 49 grand debt. <laughs> Right, so I mean, they probably won't give anything back because mm. it's a, it's a private university at the end of the day. They make they're there for one thing, and it's money at the end. Of the day. They're not they're mm. really good Don't just it just don't feel right with any of the, like the unis that like what's happened like this last year is is not what you paid for really. It's it's nowhere near the like the normal. Yeah, like, learning, especially yeah. like with you. If, if you were going to like work with clubs or stuff like that's what you'd expect, and that opportunity has been like you couldn't have done it. So yeah, even more so with ours. I mean, like yeah, yeah. we're there. Suppose the whole point of getting into football is you experiencing being with a football club. I mean, learning through that way. You're not yeah. going to learn in a classroom how to coach coach people better, or how to be a better analyst. I mean, you're going to learn that being there doing it. So yeah. you know, just it has really tarnished kind of the masters, but. You know, as you both know, time is not on my side as I started uni, particularly late in my time. So <laughs> it was either now or never. <laughs> you make it out as if it's terminal, Chris. I think, like time is not on your side. You're not dying, are you? No, um, but you know what I mean? It's when you're 25 in a room full of 22 year olds, it's like, fuck me. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. What age are you, Alex? You're 24, you're not? Yeah, 25 this year. So a little, I guess a year. You, you ninety five, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was funny seeing everyone in halls for the first day, and I was like, "Shit, man, I'm twenty two in like two months. These kids are like eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> you two didn't go into halls, did you? You two just no, went, no, no. I had to. Uh, Is that how you? Did you go into a house together, or was it separate straight away? No, it's separate. We we just um, both had just like random houses. I was the same as you. I didn't think I'd be really great in the whole situation. Like similar to you, if I was like twenty odd and everyone's eighteen, kind of. Even though I'm like the most immature person upon it, like I was probably past that point of. Yeah, you know, what I, mean? I was I was quite lucky to get. A flat where it wasn't full of fucking ig- ignorant little bitches. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah. I, I, had, I, had, I had Dean, and that was pretty much it. And the other two people left, so me and Dean pretty much had a flat to ourselves. So it was, it was not for right. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was piss easy, really, to be honest. But um, yeah, it, halls was pretty fun. I'm kind of glad I did it now. But yeah. yeah. You two, did you two move in with each other straight after the first year? Third year, a third just just that one third year. No, yeah. it wasn't even like a full third year, was it? It was like no, in fact, no, it was less than that. It was January because 
I remember holding off um, and then sent my landlord a message saying, just keep my deposit. Um, and then moving out from mine just around the corner to 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 yours, Alex. Um, that was it, because you were just around the corner anyway. You were basically fucking living there anyway, weren't you? Yeah, well, it was basically, like, that's why it was just... And then that room popped up, so it was just like, might as well. The worst decision I've ever made, Chris. <laughs> uh, was it just you two or was um, no, nah, well, well Chris was there Chris the you know the Norwegian lad but yes. he um, he obviously with this pandemic went back in March didn't he Alex probably around March time. yeah yeah it was, so yeah it's just before wasn't it I think he, he was he was good because he knew it was going to happen so I think he kind of I think it was before that I think it was like January time when it first kind of started happening um, and started to get a bit more serious. I think that's when he realised and went. Yeah. yeah. And it was just me, Alex, and the clap for carers on a Thursday night. <laughs> um, and the famous barbecue, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there's a memory that will never go. James, <laughs> under that umbrella in the. <laughs> just pissing about with it. Well, uh, right. So the plan was that day that I'd do it. Yeah. But then, you know, I heard of just. A cattle came round and James, you know, I wasn't gonna like deflate the poor lad. He was so happy, you know, in the garden with his like wee spatula and like melting <laughs> sausages to like <laughs> the barbecue. He was so happy. Do you remember he came in and like the, the sausages were just like it was literally like something out of like Chernobyl where he came in, the sausages were just like attached like wire mesh, and you're thinking <laughs> we can't eat this like but the lad was so happy and it really but you just had to let him just be free um standing in the umbrella with the guard in the guard but to be fair it brightened up that day like it was shit to start with um and then the weather wasn't too bad as i remember yeah he, he still goes on to this day about your deep fat fryer with the chips he's to this day he still goes on oh, they're, they're no we've <laughs> we've already discussed this deep fat fryer on this on this podcast chris that thing is probably the reason why me and alex in later life will have cancer like <laughs> that no like the oil that we were using in that is was changed once every four years and like you know yeah, it, was, it retains its flavor it's it good added, it added. <laughs> yeah it's good you say actually my my dad is very sick we used to have a deep breath fryer when i was a kid and i'm pretty sure he never changed the oil in there once like, <laughs> he used no. to be just like, do you want chips i was like yeah they taste pretty good but it's just like this oil's been in there just slowly disintegrating the no. whole thing. Do you remember, Alex, the few times where we changed the oil and we got all the oil out <laughs> by getting the fryer and going into our back garden and we had like a wee oily place where we just we just tipped the deep fat fryer's oil into the garden. It was like a little sinkhole, wasn't it? It was just like a little like divot in the ground and we just poured the oil in it. <laughs> there was one time when you had that like do you know when we we had that like football thing where you kicked it off the net and you near yeah. went head over shite because you yeah, were running and slipped, slipped in the oil <laughs> 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 um, yeah, two men that are going to get done for like environmental health like that house, <laughs> be a, like sink. Child falls in the sinkhole <laughs> out the back of out the back of a house in Manchester. 
That'll be us. Uh, I'll tell you what's funny in that house, right? When I, because all you fuckers left me. So when, when I wanted, um, I was left on my own in that house at the end. And I'd, I had a certain time limit, obviously, to clear the house. And it got to the point where I could not be asked taking stuff away anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I just opened the loft. And from then on, just started throwing things to the far side of the loft. Anything that I didn't want, just threw it. So this one day, someone's just going to find a load of shit in the corner of that loft. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff that people left, I was just like, ah, oh, fuck it. No, in. let's not say. Let's not say I just left you. No. Like, no, I, I, I think I left, and I think two days later you left. It might have been. Um, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're a help, really. Nah, not really. Not really. Mm. More of a hindrance. Just got to go out. By all means, enjoy it, but enjoy it by being fucking disciplined. Here. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna move on like topics that you want to discuss. Um, this week, Chris. Um, so, do you want to kick it off uh, with the first one, and then we'll just sort of like go from there? Yeah, I'll kick it off, and mainly because it's been annoying me a lot recently. And every time I see anything to do with football, it's just planted now, and that's expected goals. Mm. And I'm just fed up of hearing about it. I find it so pointless. It's mind-boggling, and obviously now doing. The Masters, it's just even more. And I'm just looking at it thinking, what is the point of this statistic? It's so frustrating to see. But yeah. So do you, are you pissed off with how people are using it? Or like, have you got like issue with it like itself, the actual? I mean, I understand what the concept of it is. It's just like, should you score from that shot? Like how many people score from it? Yeah, we get it. But. It's just the way it's just thrown about, like, ah, oh, Brighton had seven expected goals. And it's like, okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. How does that help anyone? Like, it's just, it's just pointless. Yeah. just throwing it about. I, it's just unneeded. I'm 100% the same with you because I think it's it, it became, like, not, I don't know, it, it was it was really quiet a few years ago and then now it's kind of like really just at the forefront and like you say, everyone's talking about it and every time there's a, it's completely been used in the wrong context a lot of the time and like you say with like Brighton, uh, they had whatever XG and, and they lost but I think in reality it's not supposed to be used like that but because it's now thrown about so much like you say, it is annoying and it, because that's football. Like football's a low-scoring game that's like just down to luck, really. Sometimes, and that have you know bad beats like in terms of like XG is all that like happens all the time, and just just putting one result down and then saying that it means nothing, doesn't it? Yeah, I totally agree. I think you know people even need to understand how to use it properly, or just don't use it. Like even when I play a football manager, it's just all over football manager now. And I'm just thinking. Can I ever escape it? I just want to watch the game without being told how many expected goals there were. Sorry, I was just, I thought that you two would be better placed than this than, than me. Um, but yeah, so I just find like similar to what you were saying. So I remember a few years back, Alex, it was like quite niche. You read a book mm. on it, I think. Um, you read a book <laughs> on it or maybe the, the first page of the book. Um, but uh, 
you know, it was quite it was quite niche, and now it's just like giving you know Twitter fans like somewhat of like a football erection, where every time they see it, they're like, oh, oh, expected goals, and it's like, and then Sky have really jumped on the bandwagon recently, you know, where mm-hmm. everyone's saying expected goals, and it just it's like, you know. It, it is like what you were saying, Chris. You can't sort of get away from it at the minute. You know, oh, such and such team were meant to like, are their expected goals. If they, you know, like finished all of their expected goals, they'd be like sitting top of the table. And you're just thinking, well, you know, that's just BS. It's just BS. And I think it's not like the, the, the issue with expected goals. It's just, it's more how people are like using it and jumping on the bandwagon. And thinking, oh, this is really cool, when, when it's not, um, yeah. yeah. Well, when I first came about, I, I remember I had like a I listened to a podcast, and it was the season when, it was the summer when Liverpool signed Salah, and I remember hearing it for like the first time. And they were saying like, oh, he'd scored a few goals, at, was it Fiorentina or wherever, and but he was like outperforming as an XG or whatever. And then I kind of like took an interest to it from that. And basically they were saying like, they were basically saying how he'll probably transition to like the Prem pretty well and he'll probably score a lot of goals. And if you remember at first, no, that summer, that wasn't like a huge signing. Like no one was really talking about it. And then obviously when he came to the Prem, he was class. So that kind of gave it a bit of credibility for me. And then I kind of, um, the same summer they were on about, it was when Lukaku moved from Everton to... Uh, Manu, and this they signed Sandra as like a replacement, and he'd scored loads of like long shots, which obviously as XG works, don't give you a good XG or whatever it is. So one of my mates, an Everton fan, and he put down with me that because they'd signed Rooney and Sandra, and he said they'd outscore Lukaku and uh, Rashford in the season. So I took that bet on with him, and obviously they did because Rooney and Sandra got like five goals or whatever. Um, Sandra, I don't think, has ever scored for Everton. So that's where it kind of came about for me. But but definitely over the years, as as it's become more mainstream, like anything, the moment, let's be honest, like morons try and like use stuff like that. It, it, it's good for what it is, basically. You know, I think over a season, if, if there's a team like, for example, Brighton, Yes, if they had more of a clinical finisher, like their performance, basically all it means is they've been playing well but losing games. So that doesn't really mean anything, apart from perhaps if they improved in a couple of areas, then maybe they'd be higher up the league. But that's all it is. It's good for like indicating when when teams are like unlucky. But but that's part of football. So yeah, I guess they need to start adding in like. If you're going to say XG, you need to say how many shots you have. Because if you have seven XG and you've had seven shots, you've had seven guilt-edge chances, really. But if you've had 150 shots and got seven XG, you're shooting from, you know, the halfway line every time. So, you know, there needs to be some context if people are going to use it. There's one of the saying. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a Twitter like thing that says, like, XG philosophy, and it tells you every result and what the XG was as well. And I'm like, well, yeah, great. How does that benefit anyone? How can you even tell whether that means anything? They could have had one shot. They could have had ten. How do I? Oh, it's just, yeah. yeah. And it's, I think uh, that that page that you're on about like, Chief Philosopher, it gets slagged off all the time as well. I don't think it's very reliable because there's one yeah, that I, I was looking at for quite a while, and 
and it was like a it, it's like a league table one but he does he works the xg out of a bbc if you read the actual website it literally says he works the xg out from fucking like some kind of like computer learning where it's on about he uses the bbc commentary for like so that's not even watching the game or anything that's <laughs> like how is that reliable and people like see it and say oh yeah this is you know because i've been guilty of doing it and saying all oh, right yeah okay they're they're outperforming or they're doing well but really he's doing it off a of fucking bbc where whoever's writing it fucking chris sutton's probably writing the article or whatever it's fucking shit like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Um, I don't know if you saw Chris Chris Sutton's tweet congratulating Rangers um, on their league win during the week. That was the most better statement that's ever been put out. Um, so get it up, you Chris Sutton. Um, moving f- moving from um, Rangers to the Royal Family. Good link. Good. Um, this week it would probably be difficult not to talk about. Um, the big event that occurred this week. Um, apparently, one, uh, Oprah is still alive. Um, um, secondly, this interview between uh, Meghan Markle and Harry and all that crap, uh, something that you want to discuss, Chris, isn't it? Um, so do you want to take it away? Well, yeah, again, I just wanted to... Another thing that's just frustrating me, like how much do people actually care? about these people. Like, I don't know about you two, but for me, royalty, you know, being born into this silver spoon lifestyle, I just think it's all a bit bollocks, to be honest. And I just find all this shit just pointless. Like, who really cares if they're being, you know, if they're having a tough time, they're sitting on like 45 mil. It's really not a big, difficult life they have to live. They can just live in America and not have to deal with anyone. Like, <laughs> why is everyone so bothered about what's going on with them? Like, just let them do what they want. Who cares? And it's just, yeah, I just think you know the monarchy is just so outdated and pointless. So it's what are we doing? We're living in like the eighteen hundreds still. It's just delusion. But yeah, a, point, a pointless interview which really accomplished nothing, to be honest. Yeah, I think it, I agree hundred percent. Like, it's kind of like. They're going to be in the news. Like it's going to be the big thing in the news for the next couple of weeks, really, isn't it? Probably. Um, and you know they, they've done it perfectly where they've teased it all last week. So, and I mean, not to say that yeah, it's not yeah. a, it's, it's not a, not to. Like you say, who cares? Megan. Like that's that's happened, and it's not good that it's happened to him. And I, you know, I do, you know, for things what they've said. I do feel a bit bad for him, but yeah. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, I obviously I totally disagree with what's being said to him. Like, mm. you know, that goes without saying. You know, if yeah. you just got a brain on your head, you kind of disagree with what's going on. But and then they're, they're not the first people to ever deal with racism or bullying. Like, what do they have? What like, you know, it's not like this is the first time it's ever happened. You know, mm. but you know, I, I I just don't know what the outcome of this interview is even going to be so it's just like what was it even for just to shed light on what's going on like yeah i guess is that it okay what next (laughs) all right is something going to be done just going to say okay this happened but we won't tell you who said it we'll just tell you what happened like how is anything going to get done if we just don't know what what's even been properly said so 
and yeah, and it, even if it you know is basically fact. I mean, look at look at uh, Epstein's mate, fucking Prince Andrew Prince or whatever. Andy. Is it Andrew? Yeah. It's just like, How is that man not being arrested? How is that man still like his punishment was? Oh, you have to step down from royal duties. Is that a punishment or is that like oh thank Christ I don't have to like go to some school and like open a water fountain? Like surely that's not a punishment. But with this whole thing here, like part of me disagrees with the opinion that the royal family's nothing. Um, I I think that this is a farce. This whole interview and stuff. Um, that and it basically all it does is further alienate them too from the royal family. Um, and it's it's not going to shift public opinion that much of the royal family. Um, yes, it might shift public opinion towards some of the older members, but to be honest, with what's happened with Prince Andrew and stuff this year, some of those older members were never looked on highly anyway. But um, when Kate and William, when they like ascend or whatever, and Prince Charles dies, um, they're fairly popular anyway. So there's not going to be a major shift in the opinions towards the royal family. Um, so the interview itself, it is, it, for me, it was just like a, a bit of attention, really. You know, you've been out of the headlines for quite some time. Let's let's do a wee interview. Um, but I've got a story. It's not a story. Um, <clears throat> so obviously my granddad would be, and grandparents would be like big royalists. So they'd be like big into the monarchy and stuff. So they're probably loving this at the minute. They're the ones who are like posting the photos up on their Facebook about, you know, like we stand by Queen Elizabeth, like, you know, <laughs> those, those sort of photos. Um, so my granddad, every time I go into his house, he shows me this spoon. It's a spoon in a, um, apparently in a wee box. And he claims that this was given to him by Prince Philip when he was washing windows or some other bullshit. So I just like the art as well. I just like the art as well. <coughs> My granddad's got Alzheimer's. So the spoon changes every time he, I come around. <laughs> so so I'm beginning to question this man's story. <laughs> Lion bastard. Yeah. I, I no, think... I'll, I'll, yeah, go on, Chris. I was just saying, yeah, you know, old people, our grandparents, they're so daft on them, and they just say some of the stupidest shit, and you just have to be like, yeah, yeah, totally agree with you, mate. I'm just like, <laughs> so wrong. I think the people of that age are like, it's like completely different. Obviously, it's just different times. So, like, they're obviously all probably big into the royal family, but like you said at first, Chris, like, I've never had any interest. Like, obviously. To be honest, aside from the Queen, like, you know, if you said to me, like, Prince Philip, I have to think, like, who that actually is because I don't have any interest or, like, understanding of anything to do with it because why would it, it doesn't matter, it doesn't affect me at any point. Like, they're a good pull for the UK in terms, like, tourism and they've done a lot of good things over the past, but obviously, you know, they are, the whole thing is outdated and it will probably last. But what? <laughs> what what good things have they done? Well, I don't know. That's just what's said. That's what I mean. I don't even know. 
I don't even know. Stop <laughs> resident, resident expert on the monarchy. No, but they do have like people like that. They have like if if you ever have news on and stuff, you know, and there is like a big, there's like royal reporters and stuff, and it's just so like like you say outdated and out of touch, like. But there is obviously a market for it because people otherwise there wouldn't be a royal reporter, would they? Just not me. I'm not our generation. Well, no, the amount of, the the really amount of money that you said is no, but the amount of money and soft power that's generated by the monarchy in terms of tourism and stuff, like it basically does that's like their whole purpose now. Just oh, because it's like quintessential Britishness. Like I think it's slightly different where I'm from, because you were saying it's older people. Now, mm. on my Facebook timeline over the past weekend, it's not been older people. It's been middle-aged, 30, 20-year-olds putting up stuff like, we stand by Queen Elizabeth. Like, not even as a piss take, you know? Yeah, but... And it, it, yeah. Where, where you come go. from, though, that's like a big thing, though, isn't it? It's it's either... Yeah, like, it, it's identity. It's either you go and cross yourself or... You, you go to Buckingham Palace and get a photo with one of the guards. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's just, just the way it is. Um, It's like, it's all about identity. Whereas you, like English people, a lot of these don't really, not don't care, but just, you could just sort of get by without it. Yeah, I guess I was not, it's not like you even like do it in school or anything. You never, like, I've never learned about anything. And like, you know, like Alex said, like, apart from the Queen, you know, and the, the obviously ones, I don't even know who else is in there. I don't know how, how deep it goes because I know there's like duchesses and dukes of shit. Like, are they part of it? Like, I don't, I don't know how it goes. So. Yeah, it's just, it's another thing that's just frustrating, isn't it? Like, one of those, I guess. No, it's never going to get demolished, let's be honest, because it's like you said, tourism and that, you know, it brings in too much money. So they're never going to get rid of it, but it's just like, what, what are we doing? Why are we even discussing? Like, who cares? Why are we just, yeah. <laughs> Most of the topics yeah. on show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it always ends up boiling down to like, what's the point? Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did a full full episode in the meaning of life and I think that was the end. <laughs> who cares? Uh, yeah. I suppose it gives that episode wasn't dry, wasn't dry, Karen. <laughs> It gives people something to like. It's kind of just like now, it, now with them doing this, it's kind of like into like the celebrity realm, and and people like are obsessed with like celebrities and and stuff like that. I suppose because we like follow football and and sport, that's kind of the same thing. But like, I've never been interested in fucking celebrity shite. But there's so many people that are, and I suppose it's just people avoiding what you know how boring the real life is. By trying to get like immersed in like the big royal controversy, but um, your search history suggests otherwise. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, um, you said something, or I've got a note about they teased it last week. Um, Meghan Markle <laughs> teased you, Alex, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so podcast 6.5, what are we giving the monarchy out of 10? Um, a four. Yeah, we're better. We're better than the royal family, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> We've made it, mate. Jake the woman and pigs!
So from um, one group of ball bags to the other, not a link. Um, you also <laughs> wanted to um, talk about Chris the um, the big basketball game. Yes, yes, the All Star game, and again another rant coming. Another thing I was annoyed about. All these topics are just things that have annoyed me recently, to be honest. Um, but yeah, just like again. With what's going on in the world, what is what is the point of that that you know whole weekend going ahead? You know, we're supposed to be doing this. You know, you stay in your own group, you stay in your own bubble, whatever. And you know, they're always promoting that shit in the NBA, saying, "Oh yeah, well, you know, they did all the um, the big bubble at the end, didn't they, last season, keeping everyone in the same position?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it, just you know, every player from different teams go and mix for one weekend. Why not?" Go and travel across country, mix, yeah, great. So I just think, what well, you know, if there was a time and a place not not to do the All Star Game, it should have been now. But you know, again, like like the monarchy, money always prevails, I guess, doesn't it? So common sense never comes yeah. first. So just explain to Matt as well because we don't really. Well, Matt probably didn't have a clue. The uh, big basketball it. game. <laughs> <laughs> explain what that is to Matt. So I'm the Alex. No, 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 no. Chris, just before you jump in, you're trying to pin this on me. <laughs> you literally last night when you said, "Oh, have you got anything for basketball?" You just said, "Oh, LeBron," and then just the old Kobe. So I'm not. I'm not having this. <laughs> I don't even proclaim to be a huge basketball fan, but you know, it's still something that annoyed me. But it's basically. You know, the best players from each, the best players throughout the league come together for a weekend and they play against each other, basically. Like the two best players, it's basically like in school when you said, ah, oh, pick captains and you can pick your team from wherever you want. They do that, basically, and they just pick who they want out of the league. And they say, okay, well, yeah. we'll use you for a game. And then they play each other. It's it's a, it's a decent event, you know, like, it's it's a good thing to have. It'd be fun to see that is in football. Like, they just actually, like, mm. did that in the room. That'd be pretty funny, but... Yeah, it was just, I just thought it was unnecessary and not needed for the time, do you know what I mean? Especially with the way they go on about Corona and stuff. Like, NBA is such a big advocate for doing all this stuff for Corona and then they just go and do that. It was just like, what's the point? Yeah, it's a bit of, you're right. If Because if, basically, it's just like the players flying all into one spot and then mixing, like you say, isn't it? So, obviously, it's a big risk of, of like transmission or whatever. And it'll be like, it's it's like to be honest with the fucking Euros and stuff like that's still going ahead in footballers hosting in di- like different countries and I know we tried to get all the games in England but they've basically said no like that's hopefully by by summer it's gonna be better off but at this time to like fly people about it's just not probably right is it yeah and so I, again another decision which i just think what what who's making these decisions like who is deciding okay do you know what we'll do the opposite of common sense we'll we'll, we'll just carry it on all around europe fuck it like yeah great times but if it was in england and you know say june 21 june 21st went ahead that would have been chaos i'm telling you. Like, i remember the world cup and that was pretty bad it was a good laugh but this would be a whole nother level of chaos especially if england yeah. was pretty 
Yeah. I mean, to be f- I've got like, to be fair, I've got a ticket and it, the game for the England Czech Republic game at Wembley, so that's supposed to be on June the 22nd. Um, whether or not it happens with fans, I, I hope it does, but I, I'm not sure I can see it, really. Not full capacity Wembley, not a chance. Um, but it'll be interesting. No, you'll we'll get 10k well. if you're lucky. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, with since this like lockdown, I've fallen out of love with football. To be honest, I can apart from watching Wolves, I just can't really sit there and just watch a game of football anymore. I just find it so boring. I'm just thinking like it's just like training games at the moment. It's just, it has been for so long. I'm just fed up of watching it. It's just there's no passion. It's just like yeah, we'll kick a ball about. There's no fans here. We'll just have a little kick about at the moment. It's just like what's going on, man. This season's such a write-off for me, and I, I don't even care. I'm not even bothered about it. As long as Wolves stay up, which we should do now, I don't care. It's another season that's just a waste of time. You know, it's just pointless. Yeah. It would have been decent if they could have, like, held it and said, look, we finish off like last season, but then this season, everyone's in contract. I know it would never happen, but... Just not play until I'd be happy if they said, "Look, we're not playing until the fans come back." Because, like you say, it's, it's just a waste of time. Like, Matt, are you yeah. like obviously you're not bothered, despite obviously Liverpool. What you've lost five in a row, or whatever, or six in a row, whatever. It's no, like, you don't care, do you? It doesn't. To be honest, the well this year, like I can't. I honestly can't remember sitting down and watching a decent game. Like, yes, there have been some thrashings where teams get pumped. But I've not sat there and thought, "Fuck, this is a good game with high intensity." I feel like they're just like they're just playing football now for the sake of playing it. Just oh, you know, oh, well, like back in back when it got say, you know, when the that game we watched Schalke against Dortmund, the first game like oh, back yeah. that Germany had back, you thought right things are getting back to normal, or at least they're trying like get things back to normal, but. Then to continue for this year, just the like no fans, like and it's so to me it's just it's embarrassing because, you know they have all these protocols where you know managers and stuff have to wear a face mask up until the game starts and then they take their face mask off and you know it's just like again all this is uh, this is for is like the big TV big TV rights you know oh they have to fulfill the Premier League has to fulfill their like obligation to like get games on um, so that Sky and the likes can broadcast because of their big money packages and the games have been atrocious like I don't know how like they keep begging it up saying you know like oh such and such game was like was was really good like surprisingly good and you're just thinking no it wasn't other than <laughs> honestly at this and even now the fucking news are talking about the Euros so England yes use, use qualify so at least you know like we were shafted by fucking Peacock Farrell being a stupid cock. So, you know, we're not even in that. Scotland got through. Like they they're through and they're crap. You know, and we're not even in it. So so I'm just like thinking there's no light at the end of the tunnel during this. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. I guess no, but I just at the, at this point in time I'm just like what what is there? What is there? I was gonna say, what is there to live for? But then you might, <laughs> you might have to like call some Martins or something. Um, what was the last uh, major trophy you qualified for? What major tournament? The Euros, Northern Ireland. Yeah. The Euros, like in twenty sixteen, 
Um, and then oh. we reached the playoff for the World Cup. And then the, those referees shafted us. And then we got to the playoffs for the Euros and Peacock Farrell decided to shaft us. Um, hi. No, I'm just... Obviously, he may or may not listen to this. Definitely won't listen to this. But how can you claim to be an international goalkeeper, let alone a Premier League goalkeeper? You're honestly useless, mate. You're useless. I can I honestly don't represent us. Fuck off to the south. Go play for the Southern Ireland. No one. We don't want you. I don't want you. <laughs> Where is he? Is he at Burnley now? Is he still there? Yeah, yeah he's he's at Burnley. Um, but yeah, it just it's just one of those things that that was basically my summer ruined in November. Yeah, he's who a, did he play? Slovakia, Slovenia, someone like that, or Serbia? I don't even know who he played in the playoff. Played the one with um, Hamzik. Is that Slovakia? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I honestly don't know. It's one of them with like Oblak and Handanovic. I don't know which ones. Which is just like yeah, one, <laughs> one of those. Two. Yeah, but um, he's. I tell you what, he's just fallen upwards throughout his career. That bloke as well, that peak of Because how does someone look at him and think he's a good keeper? He, we had him, and he went on loan to York. And one of my mates is a York fan, and he said he was an absolute shambles there. They sent him back after a few weeks, and then, and that was in like I think that was just National League, so he's out his depth there. And then we loaned him out to Oldham pre-season for one summer, and they sent him back before the season started. And said we don't want him. Then through injury, like managed to play a few games for us, like didn't fuck up too much. So he started to play regularly. But we had like that first half season to Bielsa, and every goal we conceded was like mm, he could have probably saved that, you know, if if you had someone decent. And then he managed to get fall upwards again and he got to Burnley for like five mil. It's amazing. And then now he's like international keeper, and he'll have made you know more money than we'll ever probably make in our lives. And he's not even good. I don't get it. Yeah, well, at least I won't be a national disgrace. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Wait until I hear the podcast. Uh, well, talking about players, did you, have you seen where Hamsik's moved to? Talking about, you know, he played against Ireland. Have you seen where he's gone to from China now? Has he joined um, Gothenburg in Sweden on a free, which I mean, like, what is the point? Where, what is he doing? What is he doing there? What, what a weird transfer. Like. He, was, he was actually pretty decent at Napoli and then, you know, Money talks went to China, but what, I don't know why he's gone to Sweden. Surely there's nothing of what the quality of football there isn't great. But to be honest, I mean, is it better than China? I don't even know. I think China's on its ass, though, isn't it, with the football? I think they've stopped Term financially. Uh, the, yeah, the, those Inter Milan owners pulled out of their biggest club. Um, well, they, that, that club just their, folded yeah, there. And yeah, then, they folded. Know. They were champions, weren't they? And they just folded. Um, but again, you know, good. Why, why is that a thing? You know, you go, a players just go off, they earn 300000 a week for a few years just so they can like, I don't blame players for doing it. You know, if you're a player from like a South American country and you've lived your whole life in poverty, why wouldn't you go and set the rest of your family up for life? You know, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, why is that even allowed? Like Russia, remember that was happening. Like players were going to Russia for some time. Like, yeah, and they all went to Anzi Makakala and Roberto yeah. Carlos. 
they all bought bagattis for them and everything. It was just so <laughs> well. Uh, just by all right. Let's let's go. Uh, Andy Carroll for a start. Uh, back up. We got Perez on the bench. We we got uh, as a, as a forward line. We've got uh, the um, Brazilian that's just arrived. Matt, I'm just going to make you, because you uh, obviously were going to bring this up with Chris, um, that, that one, uh, that one um, practical session, just to remind oh, you. Oh, shit, yeah, sorry. Sorry, so, Chris, just, we'd like to recall an incident from your point of view with, where you, <laughs> I believe it was around Area 14, where he picked up the ball and you've just fucking clattered the wee lad. So can you please explain in as much detail as possible, this incident. Okay, so let's be honest. It was it was coming to the end of the year where we were just get we this the basic scenario was you go there and you just participate in sessions every half an hour. You know what I mean? Like you don't have a break. You just go bang, bang, bang session. It was basically just how much football can they get out of us before we pass out? And this kid, but <laughs> in a session, he actually uh, I was. I'm pretty sure I was just shielding the ball back to the keeper or something. And he's just gone right down the back of my ankle. Thought, you little bastard. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I said to you two, like, if he gets the ball, I'm going to fucking hit him here. And little did I know, he got the ball. And I've still, I've got the recording of that video, actually. And I've got the full recording from the session because it, I just, I love watching it sometimes. Just the reaction of everyone going, oh, that's a foul. <laughs> Yeah, it was, a, it was a great. I thought it was a great tackle. It was. I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget that. It was just absolutely hilarious because I knew it was going to come. And then when when it happened, you absolutely just smashed him. <laughs> he just went flying. He honestly was like a little ragdoll. He went about five feet. <laughs> so like unnecessary fall. It was class, honestly. Because I remember we had like a huddle beforehand, you know, where it was like one of those shit things where the coach was like, oh, go away and talk about what you can do better. And in that huddle, it was just like, I'm going to fucking hit him. I'm going to hit him. <laughs> those practical sessions were, were very funny. Like, it was just a piss take one. It was so good to just be like, all right. Because I'm pretty sure us three just, we, let's be honest, we're not the most gifted of footballers. We, we, we can we can kick the ball. But yeah. Um, but uh, we just used to play at the back and just see if we could hit people. <laughs> just like, can we let them? Can we just? <laughs> it was funny that I don't know if you were you were ever in one of our teams when. Do you remember Alex? There was a time where we stepped forward and played in midfield because some other people were like tired out. So hmm. we stepped forward, and what we used to do as soon as they like played out like that one pass from the halfway line, we used to just press and like. All three yeah. in the midfield just to just run, and the amount of times we were just played through, <laughs> and like we ran for no reason, and we were just screaming press like that was university. That was our university, you know, where yeah. we turned up in the sun and just kicked a ball around and then went home. You know, stopped off at McDonald's and then went home. You know, that was your university. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a good laugh. I do I did enjoy that those coaching sessions. Well, we're supposed to have practical again soon, but I mean I don't know when this is going to happen. To be honest, yeah. but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's a shame we never like got to do like in that third year some kind of like you know when we did like the eleven v eleven stuff. 
like doing that kind of thing at the end maybe even though we probably wouldn't have done it anyway but I think yeah. a proper like 11 v 11 or something would have been class yeah it would have been funny just just to put in a few big tackles on a few of the kids you know yeah. like that's all <laughs> like can you believe that some you know when you're when um right now what some of the people that went to our university are doing like right at this instance because we me and Alex always say this there was some characters on the, on that course man <laughs> <sighs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. You have to think like, what was the criteria to get in at that point? Anyone? Like, they must have been, yeah. Well, I bought that from Alfred's. Oh, oh yeah. here he is. <laughs> this fella nicked my job. Didn't nick it. Nah, didn't want it anymore. <laughs> you did. He begged for it. No, I didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> Chris, have you enjoyed yourself? Very much so. It's probably gone up to a 7.5 now. It's, we've boosted up the rating. I've enjoyed yes. it. Yeah, well, it's been it's been an honour, my my little squishy friend. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we are looking to like get people on and stuff um, because, as me and Alex said, our creative juices ran dry after the girls' episode. Um, after the Valentine's I'm episode, I'm gonna try. I'll convince James to message you because I'm near sure James would do it. I think James would yeah. be all right. Yeah, um, he's, he's got some good stories too. You know, he's got many, many stories from nights out, which yeah, you know, very funny. Yeah, it'd be good to get get someone else on as well. And Chris, you you know, you're more you're more than welcome to um be two man plus one ordinary man. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to pop back whenever you know. I, don't know. I enjoy just chatting shit. <laughs> yeah um, you know and Alex you can stop trying to act the big bollocks because your mates here <laughs> I haven't tried to act the big bollocks so. can I tell you a story just quickly like it'll take like a minute um, well. I remember when I was younger my brother my older brother had mates coming around and my dad used to drive like a minivan um not like an actual minivan, but it was like a seven-seater. Um, mm-hmm. And so the van was like packed. And I remember sitting in the front thinking that like, oh, I'm going to like wisecrack and stuff and be like so funny. Um, <laughs> and I remember my dad like halfway through the journey was probably just pissed off at what I was saying. and was just like, oh, s- stop trying to like show off in front of your friends, right? Yeah. And then I continued to be like, yeah. Fuck you, Dad. I'm not saying that, but like, yeah, you, you know, you smell and stuff like that. And then they came round and he grounded me. So, yeah, they all were outside playing and I didn't get to play. <laughs> that's a, that's a funny. You say I'll say a quick one minute story as well about a similar situation that happened. I always thought I was Billy Big Bollocks, and when my friends came around once, I was just chatting shit to my dad, and then he was like, right then, and he he said we'll fight in the conservatory. <laughs> And he just, he just he just locked me in there in front of my friends and just wouldn't let me out. <laughs> uh, you guys, if you think you're the big man, you could go on then. I was just like, shit. <laughs> Alex, any stories about you acting the big man? No, I know my place. <laughs>
Fucking plankton. Right, we'll leave it there. Yeah. Right, ready? Bye, everyone. <laughs> you can do that. Bye. You, you've done it every time, but now Chris is here, you're trying to act the big man. <laughs> you've done it every time. Right, Alex, you have to do it. Bye, everyone. No, you've not done it.